The state high school softball tournament is on the air at 12:30 KHAS. Today's game is presented by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Now let's head to the field. Good evening and welcome back to the Smith Softball Complex in Hastings for this presentation of high school sports on KHAS Radio. I'm Michael Shively. Glad you could be with us this evening. This is game four of our day at the state softball tournament. That means we've had some teams winning, including Hastings High, and they're digging in at the dish right now to face the first pitch from number one seed Blair in Class B, and the first pitch is a ball. Hastings victorious in come-from-behind dramatic spectacular fashion, 8-7 to seven over Beatrice in a seven-inning thriller. This next offering, a fastball that just missed. That's a ball, serious velocity coming in from Brooke Janik. So that's Hastings. Their opponent is Blair. Blair is the top seed. Hastings is the four seed. The Bears took care of business in their opener. The next pitch is outside. Ball three. Blair took care of the eight seed, Duchenne Roncalli, 15-2. That's convincing. They are just a four-loss team, but four pitches yields a walk. Brooke Oshner starts things off with a base on balls for Hastings High. The Tigers have the first base runner, and they're already dancing around in the dugout. you got to like that. you got to bring some energy and should have no shortage of it, even though this is a late 7.35 first pitch. After a comeback effort like that, they were down six runs and getting no hit. Ended up winning it 8-7. to seven. Bunt shown. It dies in the left-handed batter's box. The throw to first base on time. Sacrifice bunt for Hayden Lauks, the lefty. And a good play by the catcher for Blair. Sacrifice. Oshner up to second for Emma Landgren. And that did get in front of the foul line if you were to draw it from the plate out to where it starts at the corner of the right-handed batter's box, but it sat down. I mean, it, it stayed put. Here's the first pitch to Landgren. Landgren takes a strike from Brooke Janik. So Blair, 30-4, and four, three losses to Class A opponents. Their lone loss to a Class B team was Omaha Scut. They dominated the one-versus-eight matchup, now going against the Hastings High Tigers, riding some momentum from that win earlier today, 8-7 over Beatrice. Inside and high, one ball, one strike. Janning is in the circle for the Bears. She wears number 17 in the Bears, black and purple. Left-handed offering. I might have said right earlier, but she's a southpaw and delivers a strike. It's one and two. Janning is a junior. She's 14 and one with a 2.3 earned run average. Going against Emma Landgren, the right-handed hitting third baseman for Hastings. Waits for that pitch to arrive and sends it on the ground directly to the first baseman who takes it and steps on the bag. There's out number two. In the process, Oshner moves up to third. This is game number four of the day. St. Cecilia started it off with a victory over Gothenburg, 7-3. Then the thrilling Hastings high game and just finishing up moments ago, St. Cecilia lost 13-4 to four-seed Ashland Greenwood, and now we will play at 11.30 tomorrow in an elimination game. 
The first pitch to Grace Beck is in for a strike. The catcher watches it. It's 0-1 with the runner at third and two down in the top of the first inning. The Tigers want to get a poke here and push that run across. Two chopper towards second base is picked up and a fastball delivered to first. And good defense by Blair's infield to retire the side after the opening walk to Oshner. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one left on base. We get our first glimpse of the Blair Bears in the bottom of the first next on KHAS Radio. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by Klein Insurance at 710 South Burlington and Hastings or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team serve you today. Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's Market in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around. And the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Russ's Market is my one-stop shop. From bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings because quality matters. Michael Shively with you on KHAS Radio. We follow the Hastings High Tigers as they move through the Class B State Softball Tournament. What looked like it might be a 9 a.m. date tomorrow morning in the loser's bracket has become a 7.35 first pitch in the winner's bracket. That's exactly what you want if you're Coach Blake Marquardt. Today's broadcast is presented by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. And a change in the circle for the Tigers. They went with Oshner in game one. They're going with Maddie Wenzel here in game two. Wenzel, the righty, will face Brooke Janning, the lefty pitcher who's batting first for the Blair Bears. He calls time before we get a pitch tossed. Infield playing in against this lefty who slap hits a rocket towards shortstop. Might have had a chance if the defense was playing back there, but just a lunge is all that... Could be mustered there from Hayden Lauks at shortstop and a leadoff single. So both teams get their first base runner aboard. Maddie Wenzel, the pitcher, is a junior. She is 8-5 and five with a 6.7 ERA, but she came in late in that game against Beatrice, and she got a, a pretty nice knock or a pretty nice uh, effort there in the circle. She entered midway through the I've got to get my uh, score sheet figured out from that game. but Wenzel came on and pitched a scoreless seventh inning. That went a long way to getting that one-run walk-off win. But shown, the third baseman charging. It gets past her and rolls all the way to shorts. A bunt single for Leah Chance. The second baseman for Blair gets aboard and consecutive base hits that if the defense is playing at their typical depth were probably outs. But they were charging in on both of those plays and because of that, which is the right call, you got to play the percentages there, but because of that, the Bears have a couple aboard for Nessa McMillan. This is a dangerous Blair lineup. This right-handed hitter with black gloves stares down the pitcher who hurls a nice fastball in there. It's popped up. Playable by Wenzel who makes the play. 
And one down. Runners cannot advance. Kaylee Olven, the right fielder. So Olven is a senior. Listen to this batting average. 6'11". Holy cow. Olven has 12 homers, 60 runs batted in, and 36 runs scored. The first pitch to her is a ball. So be careful with Miss Olven. That is threat. I'm intimidated just up here at a 6'11 batting average. Maddie Wenzel has to pitch to her. Throws low and in. One ball, one strike with two aboard and one down. Bottom of the first inning. No score yet between the Tigers and the Bears. Classic mascot matchup here. A couple of ferocious softball teams going at it. Class B winner's bracket action. Here is Matty Wenzel's delivery. Hard hit ground ball, backhanded by Lauks at short. Throws from the knees to Landgren at third to get the lead runner. Terrific effort by Lauks at short. She gets congratulated by Landgren and her teammates. And they wave the lasso around above their right shoulders. Impressive fielder's choice out, six to five. So Olven is up to first base. Janang retired. Leah Chance moves up to second. And Sophia Rich is the batter. She's a senior, a center fielder hitting 406 with five homers and 26 driven in. And the first pitch is a ball to the Blair Bear. Tigers sticking with that all black look, black pants, black tops, white numerals and lettering, black socks even. Blair, white pants, black tops with purple numerals and lettering. Off-speed pitch in for a strike. It's one and one. They do have the black socks as well, so not too much in terms of uniforms differentiating these groups, save for the white pants of the home team, the top seed Bears. 1-1 offering. Well, that almost grazed her left shoulder, bent out of the way. Really almost bent into it. And it's two balls and a strike with two down and runners at first and second. A couple of leadoff singles, both in the infield. Here comes the next offering. Good frame job by the catcher back. Got that two-strike call, two and two with two down. The batter, Rich, a 406 hitter. And this, this lineup just littered with players hitting 300 or better or 400 or better. The next one fouled back. Wenzel bringing some pretty good velocity here in inning number one. I'm sure that uh, Oshner is available if they wanted to go to her in relief at some point today. But right now, Wenzel looking to keep this game scoreless through the first inning. She gets the signal from her bench, looks back over and checks the wristband ahead of a 2-2 pitch. Here it comes, outside and high. That one got away from her, and it's a full count. When you start to play these high-level teams... Every at-bat is consequential, and you can seldom risk giving out free passes. That's what's at stake here against the five-hole hitter for the Bears, a full count with two down. Here it comes. Hard hit ground ball past the third baseman into left field. The runner heading from third to home, and it's in. Now the runner moves up from second to third because the throw went to home instead of the cutoff person. And the first run of the game comes in for Blair. An RBI single from Sophia Rick. And it's one zip in favor of the home team. Leah Chance, good base running, scoring from second. 
Olven moves up to third because of the throw, and into second goes the batter as well. And Bria Scott's turn, the six-hole hitter and designated player. Still two down, but now two in scoring position. Wenzel looking to limit this damage to just a run. This Blair offense likes to pounce. And they cut at the first one and send it back to the chain link backstop. 0-1 oh for Bria Scott. Scott is another senior. She hits 366 with two homers, 21 runs batted in, and 31 runs scored. Defense playing typical alignment, pretty tight to the bases in the corners, normal in the middle. This pitch is low and in, 2-1. and one. Check that one ball, one strike. Outfield playing pretty deep. As far as the wind is concerned, it is blowing rather aggressively from right to left. Here's the next pitch. Flown to the right side and heading to foul territory. The St. Cecilia game, it was blowing out towards center field. It could have contributed to three Ashland Greenwood home runs. It's not going to help home run hitters in this game. Blowing right to left and certainly not if you're trying to hit it out to right field. But could be a factor in this game. One ball, two strikes. Here's the pitch. Popped up right side, heading towards foul territory and out of, out of the reach of the pursuing Tigers. Bria Scott lives to see another pitch. It's pitch black out here this point in the year in October. Lights being relied upon in this Smith Softball Complex contest. Addie Wenzel. Ready to throw for the Tigers. Here it comes outside. That's ball two. Wenzel the junior. Not the most used pitcher. That's Oshner. But quite a bit of action. An eight and five record. And you could, in theory, see Mackenzie Nolette. She has thrown some today, this season as well. Looped back up the middle, and that softly dies in the back of the infield, rolling into the outfield, and two runs come in to score. Two-out action for Blair. Bria Scott pushes them across, two of them, and it's three-zip. All of those runs coming in with two outs. Those ones really sting. That's what makes a championship team two-out production. And on top of that, two-strike production. Meeting in the circle right now for the Hastings High Tigers infield with their pitcher, Wenzel. She's really pitching pretty well. It's just, uh, Blair gets those infield singles to begin this inning. Just make one of those an out. And you don't allow a run here in the first, but these teams that are this good, that are top seeds, they're, they get some things that roll that way, like infield singles. Runner at first, two down. Grounded towards the Blair dugout. New batter for the Bears. This is Jocelyn Palicki. Palicki is a senior. She's a catcher. She hits 342 with three homers and 21 batted in. She offers at that, gets back to the backstop and 
Here's Wenzel working ahead. She has been working ahead in this. It really hasn't pitched that poorly. Blair has just taken advantage of some opportunities to strike first and build a 3-0 lead. Now Wenzel looking to get out of it. 0-2 pitch. Cold strike three on the outside edge. She gets the punch out to retire the side, but Blair gets three runs with two outs. They do it off of four hits. There were no errors and one left on base. Through one inning, the top seed Bears up three zip over the four seed Tigers on KHAS Radio. Five Points Bank. Keeping your money safe and secure is something we take very seriously. But we are also serious about meeting you where you are, supporting our communities and the causes you care about, knowing your banker by name, making decisions locally, doing all we can to improve the area's quality of life, owned by families to serve families. Yes, we're a bank, but we are the better bank. Five Points Bank. When you need power for your irrigation equipment, think Husker Power Products in Hastings and Sutton. This is Joe Vandeventer, and we are your local supplier of natural gas and propane power units and reliable, fuel-efficient Isuzu diesels. When you need parts, service, or a turnkey engine to power your irrigation system, call Husker Power Products at 402-463-1531 or visit us on the web at huskerpowerproducts.com. Hastings Tigers going to need to come from behind in this one, just like they did in game number one. Didn't phase them then. They're going to need to score because this Blair offense likely not done with three runs pushed across in the first inning. Can it start with Mackenzie Nolette? Nolette batting in the five hole, followed by Witte and Wenzel. Here to face the southpaw, Janning. And Janning's first pitch misses for a ball. Michael Shively with you on KHAS Radio, 12.30 a.m., 104.1 FM. Man, has that been a fun day. This is what you want. You want to camp out at the ballpark, see a lot of high-level softball. Chopper towards second base, fielded on two hops. Good throw to first, but she beats it out. Excellent hustle, Mackenzie Nolette. And she couldn't have got that by more than just the spike on her cleats, getting it on first base before that throw arrived from the second baseman. Leah Chance over there at second maybe could have charged a little harder, but for the most part played it well. Just beat out by Nolette, the speedy center fielder, starts things off with a single. First hit for the Tigers. Here's Witte, lefty slap hitter on one hop to third base. Thought about going to two, and oh, safe beat that out at first. And that glance to second base cost the third baseman for Blair, Claire Anderson. Anderson glanced at second to see if she would have a play, and that split second was just enough to allow Piper Witte to beat out that throw to first. I thought there's no way she beats that out. But was sprinting out of the box from that slap hit formation and got aboard. Two infield singles to start things off. That mirrors what happened last half inning for Blair. I think the Tigers would take three runs. Maddie Wenzel watches a strike. Going to work against Janning. Put pressure on that defense and the pitcher by getting players aboard. Next offering, hacked a bunt at it, missed it. It's 0-2. So Wenzel quickly down in the count. Coach Marcourt can get things re-situated. Ahead of this 0-2 pitch. 
Janning, she works quickly. Next pitch is upstairs. Uh, way different than the Ashland Greenwood pitcher we just saw in the St. Cecilia game. Sophia Dill, and, uh, she would walk all the way to the back of the circle, get the call, take a couple of short steps up to the rubber, and then breathe, look back at her wristband, and throw. Not how Janning operates. 1-2, change up, swung in front of it. Oh, pulled the string and got Wenzel to lunge for it. There's the first out of the top of the second. A strikeout. First punch out recorded by Janik. It's 3-0 Blair. There's two Hastings Tigers on base here in the top of the second. And one down for Emily Kratzer, the first baseman. And Janning grips it and goes. And she then throws a heater pretty effectively, and Kratzer fouls it off. She is on the rubber when she gets the call. Right now she's getting a little dirt on the hand, but how she's operating pitch to pitch, she's on the rubber, stares to the sideline, then looks at her wristband and is ready to go. Never really leaves her crouch. Throws home, and it's fouled off again by Kratzer. No balls, two strikes. Janning get ahead, getting ahead here of back-to-back -back batters after those consecutive infield singles. Schultz, the nine-hole hitter, is on deck. And Janning ready for the offering. Here it comes. Check swing. It missed the zone. One ball, two strikes with one down. Emily Kratzer, a freshman, hitting 360. 20 runs batted in, 26 runs scored heading into this tournament, but she came up huge earlier today. Frozen by that off-speed pitch and the throw to third, stealing successfully, is Nolette. So that's a strikeout of Kratzer, but a stolen base by Nolette to get up to third. So they're on the corners for Hastings, but after those opening infield signals, back-to-back -back strikeouts make it two outs for Hallie Schultz. Schultz, uh, another uh, player who's not a senior. There's just one for Hastings. She's a junior and watches the first pitch in for a strike. Schultz hitting 237. But she also came up huge. Kratzer, who just stroke, struck out that a player we just talked about, she hit a two-run homer her first of the season last game. Her first of her career late swing by Schultz and then she's quickly down 0-2. Oh How about that from Kratzer this afternoon? And then Schultz, she got aboard with a walk and also reached on an error after putting the ball into play in the 7th and came home uh, or made a big difference in that. Did she come home to score? She might have been uh, out on a fielder's choice, but regardless uh, got things started there in the 7th inning. So the bottom part of the lineup produced against Beatrice, looking to do the same here. A ball was just thrown, so it's one ball and two strikes as Witte moves up to second base. There's two in scoring position. The one-two pitch lined right towards the on-deck circle. Look out, Brooke Oshner. Still one and two. Trying to load up the bases or knock one in. Hallie Schultz facing a 1-2 pitch. Looped towards shallow center coming in and making the play at knee height on a full sprint is Sophia Rick. That robs one from Schultz who had good contact there. The center fielder was playing in significantly. If she was playing at normal depth, that's a base hit. 
but instead it's a line out and keeps this Hastings Tigers team off of the scoreboard. No runs on two hits, no errors, and two left on base. We move to the bottom of the second with Blair in front, 3-0 on KHAS Radio. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab offers their congratulations to the Hastings Tigers on making it to the state softball tournament. PTSR works with all area schools, keeping them healthy and on top of their game throughout the year. The therapists are trained to rehabilitate sports injuries and help athletes return to the court as soon as possible. For all your physical and occupational therapy needs, stop by their clinic at 207 South Burlington in Hastings. Call 402-462-8824 and go Tigers! Looking for a quality but still affordable vehicle? Many of our customers have found peace of mind through our great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified pre-owned vehicles. Each one goes through a 172-point inspection and reconditioning process by factory-trained technicians. Looking for a different used vehicle option? No problem. We carry all makes and models and have financing options for qualified vehicles and buyers. Experience the difference and join our family at Hastings Ford. We are Nebraska. Not all buyers and vehicles will qualify for financing. See you for details. Bottom of the second inning, the first pitch is fouled to the right side, out of play by, or uh, out of reach in foul territory by Claire Mann. She is the first baseman for Blair. The top seed bears in front of the four seed Hastings Tigers, 3-0. Hit right back towards the pitcher. Wenzel can't get her glove down in time, and it's booted in center field. That does not lead to an advance of the runner, though. She had already put on the brakes at first base, so a leadoff single for Claire Mann for Blair. She is another senior. Such a contrast on the roster here. One senior for Hastings. I can't even count them all quickly for Blair. They're loaded with 12th graders. Nine seniors for Blair compared to one for Hastings. Now that one senior is pretty darn good. Emma Landgren, third baseman. Bunt shown and offered at. She missed. This is the new batter, Claire Anderson. Anderson is a sophomore hitting 250 with three homers and 18 driven in. Tigers are pulling in the corner infielders, playing typical position in the middle. With one on and no out. The 0-1 pitch. Bunt is dropped down. It stays playable along the third baseline, and the catcher makes the pick up and throw to first. Anderson retired on the sacrifice. Mann advances to second and the top of the order coming up for the Bears. That's what you're supposed to do in the nine hole, advance a runner, and she did. Good play by Beck, the catcher. She watched it for a, a, a beat there, made sure it wasn't going to roll foul, then picked it up and fired to first and fired in a hurry. Here's Wenzel coming home and getting a called strike on the outer half to begin this at bat against Brooke Janning. Janning with a single in the first inning. Got it past the pulled-in infield. A left-handed swinger. Slap approach where she takes a couple of steps forward and watches that one for a ball. Tigers trying to keep it at a three-run deficit. That's every time that Blair comes to the plate, you're worried about him pushing some runs across. And this is why. Loop towards left field, and it's down into the alley. Coming in to score is Claire Mann. So she scores after getting advanced to second, put in scoring position, and it's 4 nothing. Mann touches home. Janning doubles in a run. Found extra bases 
in the gap in left center field. And there's a courtesy runner coming on for her. So the courtesy runner will join on the base paths for Brooke Janning. And this Bears team is looking mighty impressive. Wenzel gets the strike call against Leah Chance, who singled via bunt in the first inning. Well, you can see how this Bears team took care of business against a Duchenne Ron Colley, 15-2. There's a strike, one ball, one strike, with one down and a runner at second base. Two-hole hitter and second baseman, a righty. Gets a piece of it, flies it towards the right side, trending foul, and that's where it lands. Hastings has played Blair twice this season. Once was in the Eastern Midlands Conference Tournament opening round, September 9th. A 9-1 defeat at the hands of the top team in Class B. They played again on the 19th of September, a 17-2 defeat. Here's the 1-2 pitch. Rocketed that fastball, but it just missed for Wenzel. That's 2-2. Two and two. So Blair has certainly gotten the better of Hastings so far this season. Wenzel's next pitch ripped on the ground. Hard hit grounder gets past the third baseman. They stumble with it in left field, and that allows the run to come in and score from third. So Janning had advanced to third and stopped. Got to rule this an error on the left fielder. Allowed Janning to come in to score. Leah Chance gets the single, not the run batted in. It's 5-0, Blair. And so that's what you see. Uh, trying to avoid those previous results, 9-1 and 17-2. Just a tough matchup for the Tigers, but talking to the Coach Marquartz in our pregame interview, you might have heard that before our first broadcast, and he was saying, you know what, I, I kind of like how it shapes up for us. Get a possible chance with Blair there in the quarterfinals, which did develop. I thought third chance at him could have a little different result and still can, but finding an early deficit just here in inning number two. Now facing Nessa McMillan, the first pitch misses from Wenzel. It's not that Wenzel is walking or hitting batters. They're just getting pretty good swings on her. That pitch is upstairs. Two balls, no strikes. The problem against Beatrice was not that they were hitting Oshner hard. It was that Oshner couldn't locate consistently. Reverse problem here. Wenzel's getting it over the plate for the most part, and the Bears are knocking it around the yard. 2-0 pitch ripped towards left field, but that's foul. That was the hardest hit ball so far. Nessa McMillan got a good piece of it. She popped out to the pitcher in the first inning, but that's not what she typically does. The senior bats 532 with 11 home runs, 52 runs batted in, and 55 runs scored. Those counting statistics, those are really counting pretty high for McMillan, the senior. And she rips this one towards left. This time it does stay fair and takes a tough hop back to the fence. They're waving the player around from third base. There's a play at the plate. She gets in safe, thrown back to third. The tag swiped over and executed. So McMillan drives in the run with the double, but gets thrown out 
trying for third base. That's out number two. Leah Chance comes in to score, and it's 6-0. Or is that 5-0? That's just 5-0. Hmm? 6-0? So now they got on the board. 6-0. Blair in front. And here's Olven, who hit into a fielder's choice first time up. Strike called on that first pitch. Swung through it. And Blair, uh, they are looking uh, the part of a one seed here. Up six zip against a really tough Hastings team, and it's just the bottom of the second inning. This one zooms in and almost hits the batter. Low and tight, one ball, one strike. Wenzel just hoping she can give her offense a chance. Bases are clear here with two outs. Pressure cooled off a little bit. Keep it within a reasonable distance. Give your offense a chance to push across some runs. Wenzel throws high and away. Falling behind here. Two balls and a strike. Six-nothing Blair. Number one against number four. Wenzel winds and deals. Fly ball, center field, drifting back towards the fence and making the catch is Mackenzie Nolette. So the inning over, but Blair gets three more runs. They do it on uh, four hits. There, were, there was one error, and there was nobody left on base. Through two, it's 6 nothing. The Bears in front of the Tigers. Hastings' bats need to get going. They come up next on KHAS Radio. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Family Medical Center, as an independent clinic, has served the community for over 60 years. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street. Proud to support all area student athletes. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by Klein Insurance at 710 South Burlington and Hastings or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team serve you today. This presentation of State High School Softball on KHAS Radio is brought to you in part by Aloe Fiber, Five Points Bank of Hastings, Family Medical Center of Hastings, Husker Power Products, and Hastings Ford Lincoln. Hastings High Tigers down against Blair, 6-0 in the first pitch at the top of the third is in for a strike to Brooke Oshner. Second trip through the order now for the Tigers. Oshner walked in the first at-bat of this game. Down 0-1 against Brooke Janning. Left-handed pitcher has done well both uh, in the box and the circle. Throws low, and it's 1-1. One one. Oshner, she was pitching in the first contest, ha had some struggles, but did not get tagged with the loss. Her team helped her out in the late innings. She was 0-4, so still looking for that first hit of the day. High and tight, two balls and a strike to the right-handed hitting second baseman. And it really all, it all starts with Oshner. Often the pitcher 
and she has the top batting average on the team at 5.05. She was fooled by that off-speed pitch. Well in front and now facing a two-ball, two-strike count to start off this third inning. Seven home runs, that's third on the team. 37 driven in, third on the team. Such an important part. And to have her struggle, whether it's both the pitching and hitting or whatever it may be, that's going to lead to team struggles. That pitch just missed. It's 3-2. and two. Now a full count to Brooke Oshner. Gets down into her crouch. Here's the pitch from Janink. Ground ball hit back to the pitcher. Athletic move to reach the mitt down. And good reaction time to snag it and throw to first base for the out. Hayden Lauks enters with one down. Lauks the sacrifice bunt in the first inning. See what she goes to in her repertoire here. She's trying to get some base runners. That's the, that's the operation for Hastings High. First pitch, a strike on the outside corner. Just get aboard however you can do it. Once you get some people on board, look for that big hit. Look for that gapper or get it over the fence. 0-1 pitch, fouled back to the chain link. As you know, comebacks can happen. They were down six runs earlier today for the Hastings High Tigers. That's where it stands right now, 6-0 in the top of the third with one out. Two-hole hitter Hayden Lauks, after fouling off a pitch, has it 0-2. Janning comes home with the soft stuff. Grounded towards shortstop, up with it, throwing a dart to first base. It was Nessa McMillan. And that gets Lauks. She's retired. Two quickly sent down by Janning for Blair. Other game going on right now in Class B. Elkhorn North has a 3-0 lead over Scott's Bluff. This pitch... Low. That's another uh, winner's bracket game. Elkhorn North and Scott's Bluff, but maybe not who you thought would be there. Scott's Bluff. 1-0 count. Here's the next one to Landgren. Landgren fouls it to the right side out of play. Scott's Bluff, the seven seed, making a travel from all the way in the western side of the panhandle. Took down number two and defending champion Northwest in the first round today. That's the biggest upset so far, and they did it 14-9. Slow pitch is low for a ball. Two and one the count with the bases empty and two down for Hastings. But Elkhorn North, the three seed, who handled Waverly 9-3 earlier, they have that three-zip lead in the other game going on currently. 2-1 pitch. Got the inner part of the bat, floated it just over her own dugout. Two balls, two strikes, two down to the dangerous Emma Landgren. Hastings trailing 6 nothing in the top of the third inning against this really tough Blair opponent. Next pitch. Fouled it off again. Got it on her hands and fisted it over there to the First base side did the right-handed hitting Landgren. Looks over to her coach in the third base coach's box. Gets situated. Dust off. A little bit of the batter's box area. 
Slaps it. Now she's ready. Looks a little frustrated. She wants a good swing here. Slaps it towards second base on a couple of hops. The Bears have it and easily toss over for out number three. That's three grounders in the infield, and Blair takes care of business. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. The bottom of the third coming up next with Hastings High trailing 6-0 on KHAS Radio. The name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are in fact focused on the health of this community. And it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it. And we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Continuing coverage of the high school girls softball tournament here at the Smith Softball Complex in Hastings. I'm Michael Shively. This is KHAS Radio, 1230 AM, 104.1 FM. 6-0 Blair in front of Hastings. Maddie Wenzel's first pitch is low to the first batter of the bottom of the third, Sophia Rick. The center fielder drove in a run with a single in the first inning. This Blair offense has been cooking three runs in each frame so far. Wenzel wants to stop that pattern. Dives in with a fastball for a strike on the inner half to even it up at one apiece. Winner of this game plays tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. And that would be a game that if you win that would send you to the state championship game. Missed with that pitch, did Wenzel, it's 2-1. and one. So the winner of this game is one win away from the state title game. The loser of this game is one loss away from elimination. High stakes right now. Bounced back to the on-deck circle, good pitch by Wenzel, it's 2-2. Two and two. We don't know the game tomorrow night, or the winner of this game, we don't know who they play. There would need to be a an elimination game to determine who that opponent would be. But we do know the winner of this game is on to the semifinals. Inside pitch, really good look there by Wenzel. And an even better job by the batter to not offer at it. Three and two. Loser of this game goes into a cross-bracket contest at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. And that would be elimination game. 3-2 pitch. Fly ball, right side, and that's out of play. Playable in the bleachers. For likely a fan that's diving out of the way of that softball, don't blame them. So a cross-bracket game. So there's those four teams on either side of the bracket, but loser of this one goes to that opposite bracket, and they, they play the winner of a loser's bracket game, which would happen at 11.30 tomorrow morning. Here's full count pitch again. Just a hair low and a walk issued to Sophia Rick to begin this frame. Bria Scott due up now with one on and nobody out. 
That's three innings and three leadoff batters that get aboard. So those teams, if you're curious, in that loser's bracket morning game, here's the first pitch to Scott. Hit towards shortstop, gloved. She steps on the base, throws to first, and safe. Oh, just got there in time. Got the lead runner. Really nice play at shortstop by Hayden Laux. Take that by herself, but not able to get the double play just by a nose. Oh, from here, I thought that they got her at first. But Scott beat it out on the fielder's choice. And Jocelyn Palicki gets to bat with one on and one down. Her Blair team ahead of Hastings, 6-0 in the bottom of the third. First pitch from Wenzel. Hit hard, but that's pulled foul. Okay, so that loser's bracket game tomorrow morning is between Waverly and Northwest. The winner of that game will face the loser of this game tomorrow at 2 o'clock. So there you get the bracket formulated. Winner of this one is really in the driver's seat. I might have to be corrected here. We'll get this situated. There's new bracket this year. Strike throw now 0-2. Leads to a Monday game, a winner-take-all, not double elimination final, a winner-take-all final this year. Fouled back by Blair. It's still 0-2 with one down. Jocelyn Palicki, who struck out in the first inning, is up. So get to that championship game. Even if you get there with one loss, it's winner-take-all. Here's the pitch from Wenzel. Took some off of it, but it's high. It's one ball, two strikes. That change made to move the finals from Hastings to Omaha to allow Nebraska Public Media to televise the championship. It'll be three games, each class going at it on Monday at Clawson Field at UNO. Outside pitch, two and two. Of course, covering the Hastings area, but not thrilled to see that move. Saw, saw some photos and videos there of the Clawson Field, and as a mighty fine facility there in Omaha. But Hastings still has these first three days. 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss, and Wenzel gets the strikeout. That's two on her ledger for the evening. And that's two outs here in the bottom of the third with the deficit still 6-0 for the Tigers. And Claire Mann up for the Bears. The tall right-hander, first baseman, singled and scored in the second inning. Gets a piece of this. Floats it towards second base, and there to make the play is Brooke Oshner. And Wenzel works through the bottom of the third with no damage, no runs, no hits, no errors, and one left on base. Three innings complete. It's 6-0 Blair. The Tigers' bats come up next on KHAS Radio. So, you have a list of things that you need, but do you find yourself just wandering around a warehouse looking for somebody to help you? Or do you find yourself walking out, not knowing if you got exactly what you need? At Big G Ace and Hastings, we won't let that happen. We'll help you find what you need with all of the quality brands you trust. We have the best products, such as Scott's, miracle Grow, Toro, Ego, Milwaukee, and more. All hand-selected to keep your lawn, garden, and home looking their very best. Big G Ace also has local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need and are looking for. 
And once we've helped you check off all the items on your list, we'll give you some helpful advice too, so that you can get the job done right. Because at Big G Ace, we have our own list too, and great service is right at the top. Big G Ace and Hastings, the helpful, helping you check things off your list place. Quality products, great people, and helpful advice. Big G Ace. This presentation of State High School Softball on KHAS Radio is made possible by our sponsors, including Big G Ace and Hastings, PTSR, Russ's Market in Hastings, Centennial Plastics, and Klein Insurance. I'm Michael Shively. This is the top of the fourth inning. The Hastings High Tigers trying to get on the scoreboard. They trail 6-0 to the top seed Blair Bears. This is a winner's bracket game, not an elimination game because of the really triumphant, miraculous comeback. Earlier today, Hastings winning 8-7 over Beatrice. First pitch to Grace Beck sails back to the backstop. One ball, no strikes. Beck grounded out to second base in the first inning. Beck, another player, really complimentary of her work in that first game, got on base her last three at-bats against Beatrice, takes a strike here. It's one ball and one strike. Was hit by a pitch, ripped a double and scored, and then drew a walk there and, and scored in the seventh inning. Matter of fact, she scored the game-winning run. That's Grace Beck. And Beck takes a ball that just missed maybe low and away. It's 2-1. and one. That's a continuation of a really strong season for the Hastings catcher. The junior batting 419, nine homers, tops on the team, and runs batted in. Here's a 2-1. Soft stuff, stays high. 3-1. and one. So Beck, a, a really key part of that comeback win and key part of this season that's seen the Tigers go to 23-9. and nine. But they need more than just a good effort. They need a great effort to manage a comeback here against the Blair Bears, trailing six zip. And that's how it starts with base runners. The pitch misses low and away. And Grace Beck is aboard. This is the fourth inning and the third time that Hastings High has had their leadoff runner on. In both the first and second innings, they got runners to third base. Just weren't able to come up with the two-out hit to plate them. By comparison, Blair has had all sorts of two-out success. First pitch to Mackenzie Nolette is in for a strike. All three runs in the first inning came with two outs. And... Checking out my sheet here. Uh, at least uh, one of the runs in the second inning came with two outs. Swing and a miss. Nolette, big cut there. So that's right now is the difference in the game. Two out hitting. Hastings has had players in scoring position, but hasn't had that clutch hit. Blair has had several. That's why they lead 6-0. Danning delivers upstairs. Good watch by Nolette. As... Uh, Hastings student section goes for a run here late in the evening. It's maybe getting a little chilly. Got to get the blood pumping. And uh, with that Tigers flag sprinting across the outfield beyond the temporary fence. One-two pitch. Tough one to lay off, and she did. Check of the runner at first base, and Grace Beck dives in head first. So the Tigers student section trying to provide a jolt to their Tigers by getting their... A cardio workout for the evening. 
Wish we could hear them. We don't, cannot open the windows here, so we feel a little removed from the action. We can't hear it. High and in, and watching her way to a full count is Mackenzie Nolette. Really nice effort here in this at-bat to work it full. Five-hole hitter, center fielder. She singled in the second inning. With a runner at first base and nobody out, trailing six runs. She takes a cut at that one. It wasn't a full swing, and she went around on it. That's a strikeout for Janik. That's her third of the evening. So that keeps Beck at first base. Piper Witte comes up. Had a nifty slap single, stole a base in the second inning. Gets a piece of this and sends it screaming back to the chain link. No balls and a strike to the Tigers' right fielder. Witte, a freshman, hitting 458. She has that left-handed slap approach figured out. Beatrice actually brought in an outfielder to play in, in the infield against Witte. Blair is not doing that, but they are sending the corner infielders in more than typical. 0-1 pitch, swing and a miss. Witte drew a walk in that uh, sixth inning. She was on deck in the seventh of that first affair today. And got her first hit the state tournament for a career in the second inning. Check swing by Witty there on the 0-2. That's tough to lay off, and one ball, two strikes. And Beatrice actually brought in an outfielder, moved the third baseman halfway to the plate, and had an outfielder playing third. And for the most part, it did neutralize Witty. Here's the 1-2. Didn't offer at it. It's a ball, and the throw to second base is high, a stolen base for Grace Beck. Beck was off with that one. I like that. Make the defense and the pitcher be thinking about that type of thing. You might be on the move. Any chance to put pressure on the team when you're trailing 6-0 in the fourth, do it. But it makes sense, and Beck takes second. Slap grounder towards second base. Easy play for Leah Chance. That retires Witty and moves Beck to third. So for the third time in four innings, Hastings High has a runner at third base. For the first time, can they break through and get her home? Maddie Wenzel will try to do that, a strikeout victim in the second inning. Right-handed hitter against this southpaw pitcher. And Jenning doesn't waste time, fires the first pitch. It's hit hard towards third. Nice play to glove it, and a good throw from the third baseman, Claire Anderson. And again, the Tigers strand a runner at third base. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one left aboard. Bottom of the fourth is next with Blair in front of Hastings 6-0 in the second round of the Class B State High School Softball Tournament. Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's Market in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around, and the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Russ's Market is my one-stop shop, from bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings, because quality matters. 
Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab offers their congratulations to the Hastings Tigers on making it to the state softball tournament. PTSR works with all area schools, keeping them healthy and on top of their game throughout the year. The therapists are trained to rehabilitate sports injuries and help athletes return to the court as soon as possible. For all your physical and occupational therapy needs, stop by their clinic at 207 South Burlington in Hastings. Call 402-462-8824 and go Tigers! I love that to end the commercial with a go Tigers. That's what the Tigers need to hear out there right now. Trailing 6-0. Hastings High trying to keep it that way. Bottom of the fourth. The 9-1 and 2 hitters coming up for Blair. That's Claire Anderson, Brooke Janning, and Leah Chance. They'll face Wenzel, who remains in the circle. Coverage of state softball on KHAS Radio is presented by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Anderson a sack bunt in her lone plate appearance. Take on Wenzel. Maddie able to put a goose egg on the board in the third. Starts off the fourth. That's a screaming ball hit towards third. Trapped against the, the infield. And the throw to first base drags the first baseman off. And that means a hit. Emily Kratzer could not keep her foot on the base, but... Coach Marquardt is out there arguing it right away, and they're going to have a conference of officials in the middle of this infield. Did that pull her foot off of the base? The throw was there, and she caught it, but was her right heel still down on first base or not? Really nice job at third on the glove effort by Emma Landgren. It was really hard hit. would have been easy for that to split the wickets. She trapped it against the dirt, picked it up, slung it to first base, and it was wide to the right field side. Did it pull the first baseman off? And it's a long conversation right now. First base umpire made the call initially safe. Did the home plate umpire see something? And yes, he did. The home plate umpire says that foot was still on the base, and that's the hunch that I had from watching up here in the press box, and that is the ruling. So Anderson is retired, five in the scorebook, to start out this bottom of the fourth. And now the Blair's head coach, Jennifer Fangmeyer, wants an explanation. She won't be pleased with that, but she does get to enjoy a 6-0 lead in the bottom of the fourth. And the top of her order coming up for the third trip through, starting with Brooke Janik. And she slaps a single to left field. She doesn't waste time, whether it's in the circle or in the box. She steps up there ready to fire the pitch, and I appreciate that greatly. And she's ready to swing right away and slaps at a line drive past the shortstop. And she gets a single and gets a courtesy runner to come in for her. Brooke Janning, single to start the game or start at the bottom of the first, then doubled in the second, singled here in the fourth. So she's three for three and has a shutout going through four innings. I don't think there's too much debate over the player of the game right now. Bottom of the fourth with one out and one on. The first pitch nabs the inside corner to Leah Chance. Tigers trailing 6 nothing. They're still in this with a few innings to go. This is about the point where the comeback started this afternoon, and you don't want to wait too much longer to, to get that rolling. Inside pitch, good take by Chance. 
one and one. So Blair in this ball game as the one seed following a four-loss regular season, three of those defeats to a Class A team, or two Class A teams. Oh, good strike call there on the upper edge of the zone, and it's one and two with one down and one, or nobody, yeah, one down and one aboard. Yep. Corner infielders playing in a little bit, or even with the base. First baseman really cheating in. Pitches outside, two and two. The Bears are making their second straight appearance at State. Qualified a season ago and, and performed well. Won their first two games before losing their next two, falling just short of qualifying for the state championship. Lost to Elkhorn and Northwest. Slice to the right side, foul ball, two balls, two strikes to the batter chance. Overall, this is the 15th appearance at State for Blair. They really had a dynasty going in the late teens. Champions in Class B in 2008, 2009, and 2010, and impressing here in 2023. 2-2 pitch, fly ball. This one's hit hard towards center. It's going back, and it's gone, and it's out in a hurry. Leah Chance goes yard to straightaway center field, a two-run home run, and Blair's lead grows to eight. Chance touches them all and gets mobbed at home plate. That was a rocket. Really uh, perfect. Uh, if we had our stat cast here, I left it at home. Otherwise, I'd be able to tell you the launch angle and the exit velocity, but both of those, that parabola was perfect, and it was scorched. So Leah Chance with her ninth home run of the season. And uh, she didn't like that I said Brooke Janning was the player of the game because Leah Chance is now three for three with a two-run homer. So she inserts her name into that conversation and grows the lead to eight runs for Blair. So that puts it in danger of the run rule coming up soon for the Hastings Tigers if they can't scratch across some offense. Here's Nessa McMillan with one down and the base is clear. Hard hit ball to the left side. So Blair, they, they had that dynasty in the late teens, or late, uh, not teens, excuse me, late single digits, late aughts there. 2008, 2009, 2010. Then in the teens, they made it almost every year. Made it in 2011, 12, 13, and 14. Then again in 18, but since 2014, just two appearances. Now they're making their third. And they're looking like the team to beat. Flared towards shortstop, snagged by Hayden Laux, and it's an 0-2 count. Or rather, it's two down, and that was on an 0-2 count. And here's Callie Olvin. Olvin is 0-2, for and I don't think you could say that too many times as an opponent of the Blair Bears, that you get Olvin out twice, let alone their first couple times. She is just such a menace. Looking at those statistics. Oh, boy. Olven offers at the first, hits a high fly ball. A few steps back, and now gathering underneath it and making the play is the center fielder, Nolette, and that retires the side. But a two-run home run. So it comes across on two hits. There were no errors and nobody left on base. It's 8-0. Blair in front of Hastings with the fifth inning 
on the way on KHAS Radio. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by Klein Insurance at 710 South Burlington and Hastings or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team serve you today. At Allo, we believe in the exceptional. From extraordinary whole home coverage to super fast speeds, our local teams are always on hand to make sure your service is running at top performance. Let go of lag, banish buffering, and enjoy outstanding service throughout your entire home. We believe in delivering nothing less than exceptional service, so that's exactly what we do. Visit us at allofiber.com to experience the exceptional. Michael Shively with you, KHAS Radio. We want to thank our presenting sponsor today, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Top of the fifth inning and trouble time for the Hastings Tigers. They're down 8 nothing. If they don't score in this top half, game is over. Emily Kratzer, Hallie Schultz, and Brooke Oshner don't want that to be the case. Those are the three due up, the 8-9-1 hitters for the Tigers. They want to at least get a little momentum heading into their next matchup if they aren't able to make the comeback, but you can never rule out that comeback tribe team, the prowess of the Tigers. Janning will be tough to solve, though. She has been marvelous through four. First pitch is a ball. The encouraging part, the Tigers have been able to get the leadoff runner on in three out of the four innings and get that runner then to third base. They just haven't been able to push them home. This one's in for a strike. No two-out hitting for this Tigers team. In fact, do they have a hit with one out? No, they don't have a hit with one out. All of the base runners who have reached have reached with no outs. And this one is in for a strike, one and two. Good pitch by Janning on the outer half against the batter Kratzer, who struck out looking in inning number two. Just the finishing out the second trip through the order. Meanwhile, midway through the third trip for Blair. 1-2. Floated towards shortstop, and that's an easy play made by McMillan. One down. So we did sort through that bracket situation a little bit, and it is indeed a cross-bracket situation. So this is the, if you lose this game, that's when you drop down to play in the other bracket. So the loser of this game, which if Hastings doesn't do something in a hurry, it will be the Tigers. They will play the winner of Waverly and Northwest at 2 o'clock in an elimination game tomorrow afternoon. Swing and a miss for Schultz to start off this plate appearance against Janning. Schultz lined out to center field, and it was really a nice effort there by the center fielder, Rick, who was playing pretty far in and made the play as a result of that scouting report research. Fouled to the right side, and it's 0-2 in a hurry here to Schultz. Oshner will get a plate appearance for Hastings, trying to stave off a run rule defeat in the fifth. Janning slings it home. The lefty has been accurate with her pitches. Just the, the two walks issued through four and one-third. Only two hits allowed. They both came in the second inning by Nolette and Witte. Tigers just haven't been able to solve her. They're not alone in that. 
0-2 pitch. Did she get a piece? Yes. Fouled it off of the right leg of the catcher. Count stays nothing and two. Tigers staring a third defeat at the hands of the Bears. Right in the intimidating grizzly bear eyes. Down 8 nothing in the fifth. Flown to the right side, out of play. Schultz doing battle here, not making it easy. So our fourth game of the day started off with the St. Cecilia victory over Gothenburg, then that awesome comeback for Hastings High. A tough defeats, run ruled for Hastings St. Cecilia against Ashland Greenwood. So they do that cross-bracket scenario as well. Foul ball here from Schultz, and so and two still. And now Hastings High and threatening to mirror that St. Cecilia scenario where they'll face an elimination game against an opponent who has played once earlier in the day. That will be tomorrow. Glance at the wristband. Here comes the Janning pitch. It's upstairs. That's a ball. And one and two. Schultz really making her work. Junior left fielder. Not an easy out. You know, doesn't have the most intimidating batting average, but she is not an easy out. One and two. That one's way short. Skips to the backstop. That student section, since they went on their run, it might have just been them arriving. I don't know. Coming down to football practice, something of that nature. But uh, the student section is camped out in right field, and they're still out there. Got that jersey theme going on. 2-2, two, two, hit towards second base. It's fielded and thrown to first by Leah Chance. And that's out number two. Final chance here for the Tigers to keep this one going to avoid a run rule defeat. Down 8 nothing in the top of the fifth with two down and the base is empty. Brooke Oshner. She walked to begin the game and grounded out to the pitcher in the third. Still wants that first hit of her state tournament. Janning goes off speed and fooled her on the first one. And takes a journey back a good six feet beyond the circle. Grabs some dirt and gets back in. Head of this 0-1 pitch to Brooke Oshner. Big rip at that. Got a tip on it. Foul ball, and it's 0-2. Oshner down to her final strike, as is her team. Mentioned it earlier, but this team's going to go as Brooke Oshner goes. The star sophomore. 12 and 2 as a pitcher. Struggled some in the opener, but righted the ship enough to get that or for her team to get that victory. And in the box, she hits 505, but doesn't have a hit yet. They're gonna need Brooke to step up tomorrow to keep this season going. See if she can start it right now. In the top of the fifth. Facing an 0-2 pitch from Janning. Comes home with it. Hard hit ball towards third. It's knocked down by the third baseman. She reaches toward, oh, was that foul? Oh, it was. Just barely. I don't know if it was either. Maybe that's being the fourth game of the day. But Oshner gets back into the right-handed batter's box ahead of the 0-2 pitch. That was her best contact to here on this Wednesday. 
See if she can aim that right up the middle this time. Oh, that comes in and didn't quite, no, did not get her. Might have got her bad. One ball, two strikes with two outs. Oshner fighting here as the Tigers have this whole game. They're just a few clutch hits away from making it competitive at a couple of key moments in this game. They're just trying to continue it now. Oshner in front of it, bounces it towards short on two hops. They're up with it and a dime throw across the diamond. Pulled her off of the bag. And at first base, Claire Mann with a terrific stretch, but it just yanked her foot off by a hair. And there's an infield single for Brooke Oshner. And she's aboard for the second time in this game. So getting on base in two out of three plate appearances, that's pretty good for your all-star player. Get her some confidence. Get her ready to rip tomorrow. And uh, there's going to be another conference. We saw that uh, last half inning. And they erased a decision saying that the foot had been pulled off the bag to say it had remained on it. That favored Hastings High. Now the same conversation. If they overrule the initial decision would benefit Blair and end the game. This one I think was a little closer. The first one I felt pretty confident that the foot was still on the base for Emily Kratzer of Hastings, the first baseman. This one, I can't say it as confidently. Hey, but that is an out. So they go with that same call, reversing it and saying the foot was still on the base. So that is not a hit for Oshner. It was a ground out to shortstop. And that is the game with the final score of 8 to nothing. Blair gets its third victory over Hastings this season and sends the Tigers to an elimination game tomorrow afternoon. Good fight displayed by Hastings High. They certainly were putting forth excellent effort and just came short in a couple of positions that could have made it a more competitive game. But they do drop it to fall to 23-10 and 10 on the season. Blair dips or improves to 32-4, and four, the top seed impressing. We'll tell you what this means for the bracket. We're going to set the scene for tomorrow. When are we going to be on air and who the heck is going to play? We'll try to sort through that plus recap this game in the postgame show coming up next on KHAS Radio. Looking for a quality but still affordable vehicle? Many of our customers have found peace of mind through our great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified pre-owned vehicles. Each one goes through a 172-point inspection and reconditioning process by factory-trained technicians. Looking for a different used vehicle option? No problem. We carry all makes and models and have financing options for qualified vehicles and buyers. Experience the difference and join our family at Hastings Ford. We are Nebraska. Metal buyers and vehicles will qualify for financing. See the for details. When you need power for your irrigation equipment, think Husker Power Products in Hastings and Sutton. This is Joe Vandeventer, and we are your local supplier of natural gas and propane power units and reliable, fuel-efficient Isuzu diesels. When you need parts, service, or a turnkey engine to power your irrigation system, call Husker Power Products at 402-463-1531 or visit us on the web at huskerpowerproducts.com. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor, and so I went to be a PA. 
in one night, called her, said I'm going to be home late, and she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town, and Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by Klein Insurance at 710 South Burlington and Hastings or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team serve you today. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Family Medical Center, as an independent clinic, has served the community for over 60 years. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street. Proud to support all area student-athletes. Allo is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Allo communities. Welcome back here to the Smith Softball Complex. Michael Shively with you on KHAS Radio, 12.30 a.m., 104.1 FM, following a fun day filled with state tournament softball. Both of our Hastings area teams win in the opening round. Both of them fall in the second round, but they're not done yet. They head to the cross-bracket elimination game. Those will be tomorrow. We'll set that bracket up for you in a second. First, let's recap. Hastings falls to Blair by a final score of 8-0. Maddie Wenzel, you know, she's tagged with the loss, but she put forth a good effort in the circle. Did not have issues with walks or hit batters, but did have issues avoiding the bats of the Blair Bears, and that's a common theme this season. Blair has one heck of an offense, and they were able to find a way to push across some runs early, and then it pulled away in the fourth inning with a two-run homer to end it 8-0. Here's what the line scores look like. Hastings, no runs on just two hits. They did make one error and left four on base. For the Blair Bears, eight runs on nine hits. They did not commit an error and only left three on base. A couple of dinky singles there in the first inning. Two outs later, they did come home off of singles and pushed across three in the first. In the second inning, Blair, they did get the leadoff base hit. Key two, key RBI in the top of the second there with that double. And Nessa McMullen, she had a hard hit double as well in that frame. Then the two-run ender was the two-run homer in the bottom of the fourth by Leah Chance. But really it was some two-out hitting early that built them the lead and then some aggressive hitting late. But 
Hastings had some chances. They got runners to third base three times, just weren't able to get them across. They didn't have any hits or any base runners reach without any outs or after there was an out. All of their base runners reached with no outs. They just weren't able to get that clutch hit and fell, but they did have that awesome. You're always going to have that win over Beatrice. That six-run deficit that you erased to win 8-7. to seven. Holy smokes, was that fun. It'll take a while to, to get off of the adrenaline high from that. But fell tonight 8 nothing. that final score. So here's what's next for Hastings. They move to the cross-bracket loser game. So this is a, you have the two four-team pods, and now Hastings will skip down to the bottom pod. They're going to play the winner of an elimination game, hitting number two Northwest against number six Waverly. They'll play the winner of that game at 2 o'clock at field number four here at the Smith Softball Complex. That is an elimination game. If they win that, they would play again at 7 o'clock tomorrow night in another elimination game. And if they win that one, they would play Friday in another elimination game with a spot in the state title game on the line. So lots of wins needed for Hastings now that they've journeyed to the loser's bracket. Same situation for Hastings St. Cecilia. If you're a Hawcats fan paying attention here, they have that same scenario going to the cross-bracket loser's game, but theirs is earlier. They will play at 11.30 against the winner of Freeman against Wayne. That is an 11.30 game tomorrow morning. So that is when we will pick things up tomorrow on KHAS Radio, about 10 minutes, 15 minutes prior to that with our pregame show, assuming we can get set up wherever we're supposed to be. And then uh, Hastings St. Cecilia taking on a, a Class C opponent in an elimination game, and that will be followed by Hastings High at 2 o'clock in an elimination game against a to-be-determined opponent. But thanks so much to all of our sponsors who have made this possible today, including our presenting sponsor, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Thanks to all the coaches who helped make this possible and the outstanding staff here at Smith's Softball Complex, all those volunteers from the NSAA, and Tracy Douglas, the activities director for Hastings High, who got recognized with an award this afternoon. Thanks, for you, thanks to you for tuning in. Great day of softball. Both Hastings High and St. Cecilia go one and one. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back at it tomorrow starting at 11.30 with the Hawkettes on the air. Today's game from the State High School Softball Tournament is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Thank you for our local sponsors, and thank you for listening to KHAS Radio.